0: I'm Roger Baker, Executive Director of the Stratfor Center for Applied Geopolitics at RAIN, a global center of excellence for geopolitical intelligence and analysis. Learn how you can put geopolitics to work for your organization at rainnetwork.com.
1: Welcome to RAIN's Essential Geopolitics Podcast. I'm Emma Kami, and I'll be your host for today's episode, where we will be discussing Saudi Arabia's nuclear ambitions and the prospect for a defense deal with the United States. I'm joined by Rain's senior analyst, Matthew Bay. Welcome to the podcast, Matthew. Thank you, Emma. So to start us off, why is Saudi Arabia and the United States making apparent progress on a deal involving nuclear energy technology?
0: So the Biden administration has tried to tie um, Saudi Arabia's Negoti- Saudi Arabian negotiations over things like the nuclear um, power deal as well as defense, etc., cetera, um, to uh, Saudi normalization with Israel. Um, and for the Biden administration, this has been a signature way for them to try to, um, I guess, in a, in a sense, one-up what the Trump administration did around normalization for Israel, um, not only for political purposes, but also just because in general, U.S. Um, partners in the Middle East uh, partnering together um, like Israel with Saudi Arabia would generally be good for the United States because um, it would allow the United States to more closely um, focus its efforts on our, on um, China without necessarily being dra- drawn back into some sort of a conflict within the Middle East. Um, additionally, um, the cooperation between Israel and Saudi Arabia would also allow for them to um, be more coordinated on their policies against Iran. Um, And the the Biden administration is also right now looking at China and viewing some of the deals that China has signed in the Middle East over um, the last year, specifically uh, looking at the um, normalization agreement between Iran and Saudi Arabia. Um, The Biden administration is trying to now um, essentially uh, make sure that it still has a a large enough influence in the Middle East and that China is not the one that's driving a lot of the agenda things. Um, So all of this is now leading the United States to be a little bit more, I guess, pragmatic on its position towards Saudi Arabia. Um, If you remember when the Biden administration came into office, they talked about, you know, focusing on human rights, um, reviewing the relationship overall. Clearly, that's no longer the U.S. administration's policy. So they are negotiating this kind of trilateral arrangement between the Saudis, um, of course, the Americans um, and the Israelis. Now, the nuclear uh, aspect of it is something that Saudi Arabia is trying to take advantage, recognizing that they have their own ambitions as a nuclear energy power, not necessarily nuclear weapons. That's a whole other issue, which um, is one of the things that the US is is actually concerned about, is like the ultimate intentions of Saudi Arabia. Um, But in uh, in recognizing that the administration here in the United States is willing to at least offer some concessions because it's being more pragmatic on the issue overall, Um, The Saudis are trying to get a better deal when it comes to nuclear power Get some of the um, things that they are wanting like potentially even enrichment inside Saudi Arabia um, included into the deal. Um, Saudi Arabia has uh, recently announced that it's going to um, move towards a safeguards agreement with the IAEA, the UN organization that is um, responsible for overseeing overseeing, um, uh, nuclear programs globally. Um, if the idea, idea there being that um, if Saudi Arabia accepts heightened scrutiny, um, that is clearly something that they would only do under the idea that they recognize that um, they will need to have more oversight to their nuclear program if they were to ever get assigned a, sign, a, a sign deal with the United States.
1: Can you explain a little bit what the strategic value of a nuclear program to Saudi Arabia is?
0: Right. So, Saudi Arabia has a couple of reasons as to why they would want to uh, pursue nuclear um, energy. Um, The first is just from a sheer um, standpoint of um, economic development, energy diversification, etc. It would allow for them to diversify their domestic energy sources and free up some capacity to export um, oil and natural gas. that They're currently using at least some domestically for power generation, for example. Um, but there is a the long-term uh, question as to whether or not Saudi Arabia would have an interest in developing its own capabilities to develop nuclear weapons, um, particularly as it looks across the, the Gulf and sees that um, Iran has effectively adopted a hedging strategy to where it wants to have a nuclear program that then gives it the option of a weaponization sometime down the road. Um, if Iran were, was able to get a nuclear weapon or develop nuclear weapons, Um, the Saudis would certainly um, think about what that means for the the security relationship and security risks with Iran. Um, They would be viewing um, having possession of a nuclear bomb um, in response to Iran as effectively a way to establish some level of deterrence against Iran. Um, Of course, the US would be concerned about just the idea of just nuclear proliferation in the Middle East uh, at large, uh, but that's kind of the way that the Saudis are looking at this when Mohammed bin Salman, the Crown Prince, Is speaking to Fox News or Western outlets, he's been very clear that if the Iranians get uh, a weapon, uh, a nuclear weapons, the Saudis have to in some way or some capacity. Um, So for the Saudis, having a nuclear energy program um, allows them to do more research around nuclear technology that um, in some cases may be transferable to a potential nuclear weapons program in the future.
1: Right. That makes a lot of sense. Um, And would the... Would Congress back the Biden administration on any agreement?
0: So it depends on exactly the way that that agreement is structured. Um, one of the things that the Saudis and Americans have been discussing in lieu of a complete carte blanche, I guess you, if you would call it that, of a, of a nuclear deal, which is what the Saudis want, where they would be able to have the enrichment on Saudi soil um, and not only under uh, on Saudi so- soil, but also under the S- Saudi uh, personnel. Um, is that the way they've been trying to defuse that issue is by negotiating some sort of a defense pact between the United States um, and, and Saudi Arabia that would, it would see the United States coming to Saudi Arabia's aid in the event of an attack or something like that. Um, and the idea there being that if um, Saudis um, sign a defense treaty with the United States, they won't need necessarily a nuclear weapon in the future, even if Iran develops one because they would be under the United States security umbrella. Uh, whether or not that would be true um, would be a little bit more up to interpretation, of course. Um, but from the perspective of Congress, um, Congress would be looking at okay, potentially signing a defense treaty with Saudi Arabia that would, you know, compel the United States to get involved if Saudi Arabia gets into a military conflict. Um, Saudi Arabia isn't like uh, most U.S. treaty allies that you common uh, that normally have some sort of a common shared. Um, interests, culture, et cetera, like you would look at like Canada or, or NATO countries or even closer to you even like a country like Japan. Um, so that lack of shared interests would be a hindrance to Congress. Um, Congress would also not be comfortable with um, Saudis uh, doing a lot of enrichment on their soil. Um, it's possible that the administration tries to um, agree to some sort of an enrichment deal that allows for enrichment on Saudi soil, but only under the guise of you know Americans or US companies or foreign companies being the ones that are doing that but even that might be a bridge too far for congress. What I will say though is one of the reasons why there still is potentially legs to something like this um is that if the Biden administration is successful in tying um the defense pact and the nuclear deal or whatever it is between the Saudis and the Americans uh, and to be clear we're not necessarily there yet but if they they there is an agreement to be had and there is an alignment between the Biden administration and Um, Saudi Arabia it would be tied to normalization with Israel and it's possible that in the Senate and Congress um, that the fact that it involves Saudi Arabia's acceptance of and recognition of Israel um, may be attractive enough uh, of a thing for them to overlook their concerns with Saudi Arabia because they're viewing Israel normalization as the as the carrot on the end of the, the or at the Light theme of the tunnel that they are really pushing for. The success in Congress really does hinge to you know the connection of an agreement between the Saudis and the Americans to the uh, agreement between the Israelis and the Saudis as well.
1: Well, thank you so much for that analysis, Matthew. Really appreciate you coming on the podcast. Thanks for having me. For more geopolitical and economic analyses like this, subscribe to our geopolitical intelligence product, Rain Worldview. Our flagship risk intelligence products provide clients with the access to the insights and analyses they need to make more informed decisions and drive better risk management outcomes. Sign up at rainnetwork.com. That's r-a-n-e network.com. I'm Emma Kami. Thanks for listening.